Welcome back to an early edition of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. And I'm Chris. And thank you for joining us. A um, little bit of a last minute thing here. Chris decides to bugger off tomorrow and messages me saying, are we recording tonight because I'm away for the rest of the week? That's what I do. Uh, yeah, I didn't really realize what was going away. I'm actually not going to be here next week either. I haven't broached that with you. I will be here later in the week. So... <laughs> Well, <laughs> Nothing like breaking the news on air, Chris. Ooh, uh, unlucky. Um, um, yes. So, and thank you for the lagging a bit on the video, so I might try to right. fix that up. Thank you for those on Twitch who have been waiting around a little bit longer than the AFL news releases. But uh, speaking of the news, Richo. Yeah, pretty crazy today with Richo. Yeah, I, um, I was thinking this could be possible with the fact that um, the Saints have been losing quite poorly yeah. lately, Chris, and. Um, I just, yeah, so we'll get to that very shortly, but look, let's start off with the socials, facebook.com forward slash SC Insider, Twitter, SC underscore Insider underscore, and on Twitch, Chris? Uh, SC underscore... So twitch.tv forward slash... I was like, I'm like trying to fix something here. No, you're right, mate. Uh, So twitch.tv forward slash SC underscore Insider. Yep. And on all the uh, platforms as well. So this week we will be on um, SoundCloud, Spotify... You name it, it will be there tonight. Um, so if you look, if you're listening live now and you want to listen back to my voice, uh, bless you. Uh, because this is a last minute one, I am I rocked out this today, so you're very lucky that I wore my ugly lion sweater today. And for those for those out it. there, people love it. For those out there, you put a Facebook post about it. I did. Look, the guy, the first time he's been in the top four in like a millennia. Top, yeah, I was like, hey, rocking that top Liter- three. Literally, an entire generation of people have grown up without knowing that the Brisbane Lions actually were in Rock that top three. You gotta. <laughs> Rock that up to work um, that up to sponsors. So Chris, what is today sponsored by Chris? Today is sponsored by uh, Ocean View Estates. Uh, she's gone pale. Uh, they are a uh, a craft brew place up in the um, up in Mount Me, which is north side of Brisbane, and they are also happen to be the venue for my wedding in February. Right. So, th- th- welcome. This one's for you, mate. Thank you. This sir. is uh, welcome to the MC. So, thank you very much. Well, it's it's quite a, kind of ironic too, Chris, because when uh, when girls see me, they do go pale. That's true. <laughs> it's isn't it ironic on their face. Don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> on the line, they go pale. On the face. I respect that. Um, yeah. Right. So it's actually a nice little beer. So this um, is so your wedding beer. This is our wedding beer, and you'll be having more of this. Aral and Al Todo Juntos. Yeah, very much so. Um, it's actually quite nice. So this is the main beer that we'll be we're sporting oh, on the night. Mate, so, give me a dozen of them. Yeah, they're very expensive though. They're That's like, very good. These are like twenty eight dollars um, a six pack. And if anyone knows what, uh, if anyone can speak Spanish, then you would know what my cheers meant. That's true. So uh, another sponsor as well is uh, my work is now doing a sponsorship with us. So they wanted what? me to drop a little line about uh, Venturoof. So no way. Yeah. What are they sponsoring you beers? Yeah, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Do I get any of these beers or I, what? I made uh, our first really big sale this last week um and so i got a little bit of a, a little bit of a kickback um so that, part of that is now i need to start sponsoring the uh, we, we're going to sponsor the podcast and they're going to sponsor us for it so it's pretty cool but um so i work for a company called venture roof and we do we specialize in roof insulation for metal roofing so if you're a builder roofer you know someone who um, gets involved with either residential or commercial builds and you're looking for ventilation solutions venture is where it's at okay I didn't even know this was happening, but I do. I do know for a fact that uh, it is new technology. Uh, I think it was patented in America. So instead of the whirly birds and that sort of stuff, the Venturoof actually helps self, uh, ventilate your roof without having all the uh, old technology bullshit whirly birds on your roof that yeah, don't work. Pretty much. Is that that's just pretty, a bit? It's the alternative to whirly birds. It's way better, and uh, you don't have to actually yeah penetrate your roof and yeah new technology. Yeah, it's, yeah, okay. it's awesome. That's 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 pretty much what I understand from it. Uh, I do like this beer. What anarchy this week. Oh mate! Again, it was a bad, wasn't it a bad weekend? You know what the worst part was? The worst part was this: that I was so happy Friday night, <laughs> and then my Saturday oh. went to shit, and it went to shit real Friday, early. Friday, I was real so early. anxious. I was more anxious than if I put like ten grand on the pies to win. <laughs> like, That's true. And we'll get into that in just a moment. But oh, just absolute anarchy. Yep. And Stonesy, mate, wherever you are, I don't know if he's in the live chat, but. Carl is. Carl's here. Carl's here. I went. Hey, Carl. I had my under-16s AFL game, which was a disaster, P.S. We lost by 120 points. Yeah. A disaster. Playing some league that shouldn't even be there. 
Anyway, so I get back to my Facebook. The first thing I see is Stonesy's meme with Cornelio doing his knee. Mm. It was un- it was unfortunate, wasn't it? Not the way you want to find out. No. <laughs> but <laughs> no. but uh, anyway, so I started off the week. Um, Josh Kelly out really messed me up a little bit, which I knew was happening. Yep. I traded um, essentially. Oh no, sorry. Um, I traded Josh. So Josh Kelly. I was Gorn was out, so I was like, okay, so I got rid of him. Yep. Uh, and then Josh Kelly was out, so I was like, well, there goes my plan. I'll just bring Gorn back in because I figure points on the ground beats then me trying to wait without him for a few weeks. So I changed that theory. I was like, okay, let's do that. Uh, I still had setters and I had Clarks. I was like, okay, so instead of I'll deal with that midfield and I'll fix that up later. Now Cornelio's out, so I'm sitting there going, right, my trades are getting not low, low die yet, right? But five trades coming into this week, I've now got to replace Cornelio. I've still got a one position on the field that I need to make up. And essentially, if I do the Cornelio trade, ooh, live live follower, welcome. Uh... Oh, I don't even know who you, that how to pronounce that, but Omni, whatever that oh, is. Look, cheers to you. Welcome. Salute. Salute. Right <laughs> I'll see you licking oh. your lips there, Chris. Mm. It's a good beer though, hey. Oh, it's amazing. That's decent. It's amazing. I'll take six. Um, to go on top of my last dozen. Anyway, so <laughs> for me, it, it's it's one of those situations that I find so many people probably in this situation. I cop the donut, which sucked for my score. Yeah. Uh, this week I scored two thousand four hundred and fourteen. Not too bad. Not too uh, bad with Cornelio. Not too bad with Cornelio. I only won half of my leagues, which I'm a bit upset about because I usually win a lot more of those, <laughs> not lately. Uh, but luckily enough, even even with that zero on my field, I slid, Chris, but I only slid to 244 overall. Uh, That's so not bad I slid bad about all. 110 places, 109 places, so I'm a little bit upset. JB's overtaking me now. Yeah, I know. He was bragging about it last night. We were playing uh, Fortnite. I yep. was playing Fortnite with JB last night and he was just going all on about how awesome he was. Yeah, kudos. He doesn't have Cornelio. Um, anyway. <laughs> That's why I made the podcast, by the way, because we were chatting about it and I was like, I did this I tweeted them out today. I listened to them this morning. I tweeted them out a couple of things like I usually do. So they know I listen to them first thing on a Tuesday. Yep. However, anyway, good on you, JB. Like really happy. I said, hey, hey look, I was the highest podcaster for a week and I'll try and take that back. But uh, anyway, Chris, how did you go? Terrible. Uh, my season's officially over. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, it was bad. So, I mean, obviously I don't have, uh, have Canelo. Um, so right there and then that was pretty much done and dusted. I was in the cup game. I was coming off a real, like my best week of the year. I was traveling really well. Yep. I went to the, the... Did you lose your cup game? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, so oh, yeah, you went horrible. I went into the week thinking I didn't know who I was going to trade, if I was going to bring in Whitfield or if I was going to wait a week because... Um, yeah, obviously he was going to lose cash. Oh yeah. I had to bring him in this week anyway, because I had to get Logue off my field because he would, you know, obviously, uh, out on Friday afternoon, yeah. which meant it forced me into a position where, um, I would have to spend the extra cash to get Whitfield, which did leave me a little bit short on cash for my final mid upgrade, but I was fine with that. And now we've got Canelio down as well. What's well, painful. So now it's still, I go ca- any drop cash. Oh. And now it's awkward because like, I want to go up, but I wanted to go down. So the worst part about last week, so Logue goes down, uh, or gets omitted, I, I should I just say, forces me to upgrade to Whitfield. My other option that I was looking at was to try and bring in Dunkley. Now, unfortunately, <laughs> I, I looked around. Uh, there's no way I could have done it anyway. I was $200 short if I had gone Clark to Dunkley. So Dylan Clark was yeah. like my only option, and I was still $200 short. So even if I wanted to, I, couldn't, I do couldn't do it. it. But I was, I was hopefully, my, my goal was to trade Haitley up. So I was going to try and get Haitley up. And I was 23000 short of doing that. So I went, eh, scrap that idea. I can't get Dunkley in. Let me try Clark. And you're like, oh, I'm so close. I was so close. So, so I, I actually had a look at that. That was, that was my ideal trade. But then I was forced to trade in and Whitfield. And of course, he goes massive. What's even worse is he goes it, massive in a week where my... Whitfield? No. Um, oh, Dunkley, Dunkley went massive. Oh, yeah. Oh. So big, right? <laughs> So he goes big. So big. Also in a week that my pod, so my unique forward pod is Jack Zeeble, he gets a 57. So I basically lost 150 points from one person that week. And that's not even that's not even counting Canelio. That's just on Dunkley. <laughs> oh, so that's so just Ze- Dunkley. Zeeble sputtered. Can, um, Cunnington sputtered. I, I had well, a, I didn't I had, have Cunnington. No, but, oh, no, some people did. I had a right, yeah. I had a right ball there. Uh, the good news for you, Chris, though, is he only went up 25000 this week to 625000 oh, I know, and so now I definitely can't get him. What, even, even Cornelio Cross? No, no. you're, you're so, so here's the, here's, yeah. here's what's the worst part about all of that. I actually went from... So I had 575 k to pick my midfielder. 
So yeah. I didn't, he was five ninety nine. I couldn't get it, right? So I just literally couldn't. There's no way I could get it. I could have got Bont. Glad I didn't because he, now he's in a moon boot and maybe he plays this week, maybe he doesn't. Yeah, we'll let's find out probably what Friday there. by the looks of it. So. Um, let's be honest, dogs are probably going to lose this week anyway with Richo <laughs> quitting. So <laughs> they'll, the Saints will actually show up this week, which would be interesting. Um, so I have 575K and I went, no, I'll play it safe and I'll go down to JPK, which was the right choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, from the other selections that I was looking at, he scored the highest. He was 108. Um, he did score the highest of the, the choices that I was looking at. And then I'll, that'll leave me with a little bit of a nest egg just in case exactly what I said happened where I'll get an injury and then you drop cash and you just want enough money there to sideways to a, an actual decent premium. Yeah, yeah. Now I will be able to get... I've got now, with the money that I had in the nest egg, plus Canelio, I can now go to 589 but I still don't have enough now to get to Dunkley. Yeah, you can't do it. Like, there's, there's uh, no and, the, and the good thing way. with Dunkley owners is, is that even though Dunkley has gone so crazy for most of the year, he got to that point where he was too expensive around the buys. He, yeah. dropped, he dropped a little bit he and was. then he's gone bang out again. He's in 28% of sides. Yeah. So even just before the buys, I think it was about 11 or 12%. Yeah. He's jumped up a lot, yes. However... Yeah, so he's, he's at that point where it's just so awkward where people don't have the money to try and spend. It's like a Marshall right now. Yeah. You know, you're not going to do it because The forward line is where so I lost this year. Forward yeah. line is where I just stuffed up from the start, starting with Robbie Gray. You had Dunkley. Yeah, that, was, I, that was my big risk that well, paid off. When, when Dunkley was going so shit and then I had to trade Gray, I could have just side-swapped him to Dunkley, but he was going so shit. Why would yeah, I do that? why would you? And even at this, well, even me, I was like the first four rounds or five rounds, I was like... Yeah, you were on the edge. Well, even then I was like, oh, yeah. well, I've kind of just got to sit with him and hopefully the, the his role will change. Yeah. And then little do we know, role changes. Well, so. first upgrade, instead of going to Marshall, yeah. I went to Cameron. So I went to, having said that, Marshall was on the back of two, like his worst two scores of the year. So I was like, oh, well, it was well, obviously a flash out. in the pan because he's only had like, yeah. he had the first three weeks of good scoring. Then he had a shit score, a good score, and then two shit scores. And I was like, oh, it's a flash in the pan. He's not going to be scoring good for the rest of the year. I'll skip on that. Bad idea. Bad idea. Then I went around the buys. I had the option to go Boke versus Dunkley. And I chose Boke. Now that hasn't been terrible because Boke's been pretty good. Yeah. But if I had he's known, no, he's no Dunkley. Well, if I had known, Dunkley hasn't missed a week. So not only do I have the, oh, yeah, the donut from from Boke, well, I didn't have a donut because I had an emergency. But now that two hundred has really, really hurt me. So the it's forward nice line is where I've made all of the all of the wrong so what decisions. What did you score then? Two thousand two hundred and sixty-one. Yeah, yeah right. so, so not, not a great week. Well, I'm just lucky that Dunkley made the extra 100 to pretty much make up for Canelio Zero. Yeah. Uh, with me, though, I, I did want to get in Whitfield so hard. I had one defender spot left. Um, it was one of those really tricky situations, and I ummed and ahed for a long time. I even tried to ask like Swizz and Matt for their opinion, and they just spoke about themselves. Classic yeah. them. Yeah, you heard me. I was trying to ask for their opinion, and <laughs> I got nothing back. Probably because they didn't want me around. No, um, they're competing with you, so why would they yeah, want to help you? I know, but I needed help, Chris. Uh, so my dilemma was I was about 500 or 1,000 or 5,000. I was pretty close to going Gorn and Whitfield in and in. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do it. And I was like, okay, maybe I could sit there and just keep Lysette in the forward line. However, I knew Lysette was probably a bit iffy at that point in time. Yep. So if he's a laid out, I've got no ruck cover. I'm losing points there again as well. And... You know, I was like, well, I can't kind he of... He had a bit of a poor week, didn't he, as well? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was a bit, a little bit stiff and, and prop. But again, it's a bit hard to catch up on points when your team gets flogged by 40 points in the first 10 minutes. You know, uh, it's really hard to come back from that. Um, so for me, I was literally looking at, okay, if I get Whitfield, yeah, like, you know, I could do that. But he's been in and out twice already. Not of my side, in my side once, but injured twice already. I couldn't do it for the price-wise. I was like, okay, so I can get Whitfield and I can probably go like a Sloan... I was even tossing up like Duncan. I was like, but Duncan and Merritt are going to drop in price. Sloan, yeah, but he might get tagged for the next few weeks. I do like Sloan, but then I'm like, I might then be shortchanged because I was trying to look long-term. And that's the thing that I've said the last few weeks is looking long-term. So I was doing up all the maths with if I got Sloan and if I get Whitfield, that's 560K plus another 544K. Like I'm going to have to really rely on like Setterfield doing well and Clark doing well for another week in order for me to actually go one down, one up, and get Gorn this week. And if I couldn't do that, then it was essentially I'm going to have to wait another week for Gorn to drop again, and I'm going to be essentially taking Setterfield's score over Gorn's for another week, which kind of doesn't make it that worth it. So in the end, I was like, okay. So I went I went with the Laird option, which I hated when that Gold Coast... 
I broke Laird. I brought in Laird and Gorn before the Adelaide game, like 7 p.m. That's how long I stood on my choice for. All day Saturday, I was like, Laird plays every game. He'll get you 100. He's consistent. He's not going to hurt me. And then he sucked. Maybe if Sicily pulls the finger out, I might have a luxury trade to go Whitfield when he drops to 500 or something, right? Well, that's what I was thinking. So, little to know, Laird gets tagged. He's on absolute sweet FA at halftime. And I was like, sorry, boys, I broke Laird. He's on 28 or something at halftime. So bad. I'm like... Like, what have I done here? And I was like, no, no, it's okay. You don't know what Gorn's going to score. Gorn might do well, you know. Meanwhile, like, Laird get, uh, sorry, At halftime, um, Gorn was on, like, 80 or something. Yeah, and Sloan, got, Sloan gets, like, 116. Duncan gets about 117. Uh, Merritt gets 109. But in the end, like, at least Gorn got 117 or something rather. So it kind of worked out okay. I'm not that upset that I have Laird because I think he's a bit, he's consistent. I want a Whitfield, yes, higher risk reward. So now I'm at this point, I'm at this real crossroad, and this is why I'm going to bring this to this question here, Chris, is because I, I'm going to be honest, I have five trades. I have to trade Cornelio. And then I've got Setterfield, who's at a really good price. He's like 315k. He's at a good price. I've also got Clark, who's like 275k, possibly going up to about 290 this week. Mm-hmm. And I've also got Chol, who's on 230k. So he's looking pretty good. I've only got five trades, though. And Setterfield is probably the one that you probably want to get rid of. However, the swing that I could get from him or is quite good. Mm-hmm. If I can keep him, then I could use him as that forward sort of swing role. So I could actually trade out Chole. So this week, if I went... Why don't you just trade him down to Ian Hill? Yeah, but... You still know. maintain the swing and then you... you reckon you... Ian Hill keeps playing though? Yeah, I do. Right. Yep. Well, that's not a bad option. Pass the eye test massively on the weekend. They really lack that small forward pressure. Toby Green's moved into the midfield to compensate for Josh Kelly being out. Um, and this was... That is the interesting thing. Having said that, obviously, Canelo out. I think Haitley does come back in. Yes. So that may impact it. But I do believe that Green probably plays midfield until Kelly comes back. Well, he's, so at least he's, three he's weeks. He's kind of... Uh, Green does interest me. He's 420K or something. But um, I wouldn't be touching him. I wouldn't be touching him. But he's still interesting. Yeah, um, he's so, always interesting. So here's, here's my dilemma. And I'm sure some people are trying to toss up the same kind of thing. With my side, I have five trades. I could essentially move Dunkley into the midfield. I could trade Cornelio to like an Elliot Yo, someone a bit more expensive, like up to about 550k. Get an Elliot Yo in and then trade Setterfield to Hawkins. Nah, don't do it. Hawkins is cheap though. Man. Yeah, but so Hawkins cheap. has gone shit. And oh no, yeah, for three, four games, that's cool. But he's still he I reckon he I'd honestly come rather good. have Jack Silvani. I reckon he'll come good. No, I would not rather Jack Silvani. <laughs> that's a lie. Either way, he'll that's score. That's a lie. I apologize. That was not that was either way, he'll score more center field and I could keep Clark. I could keep some cover. The other option is is that I then go um I'm gonna have to go one up, one down. And I'm gonna have two trades left and hope that I make six weeks with two trades. I see what you mean. Yeah. So then, if I I could I could go Hawkins in this week. I could do Setterfield across How much? Yo in and have three trades left, and I could do it this week. Can you? Otherwise, get... I have to go one up, one down. Well, the the left field options to go Toby Green. I still I can't. I'd rather him. he's four twenty k. I can't afford it. So him. how much is um... three fifty eight? He's so cheap. So you need, you need that extra seventy. I would have now. to. No, I don't. Not if I do that. I have like four seventy eight k or three seventy eight k. I don't even think I can afford. Um, why don't if so if you what about if you went Canelio to Merritt so there's forty two k in your pocket? Well, that was the other option. If I went with say someone cheaper like Merritt or Duncan, then I could actually have get up to Toby Green. Maybe not Toby Green. What about Jeremy Cameron? He's cheap. Nah, I if I was you, that's what I would be doing because it's a POD against the rest of the competition that are in the top hundred. So not many of them are going to trade in. It's a risk reward pick. I'm not even in the, the top hundred. But 100. you then have you still have three trades in case something was to happen to them. True, but you'd be yeah. full premium. So I would rather do that. 100%, I would go Cornelio down that, to Duncan or Merritt, and then I would go uh, Setterfield up to... And then keep three trades. Because I think at this point, the way that the injuries have gone the last few weeks is I'd rather have the extra trade and go full premium. Even if it means I might lose In five position, points or seven points or everyone whatever. Now, everyone now around has no you trades. Has, yeah. is full premium. Yeah, so and, if you're not full premium, you're just leaking points every week now, moving forward. Yeah, yeah. And, and I also think I also POD. think everyone with full teams right now probably has no trades left either. Well, yeah. minimal, except for maybe JB because he just you know likes to email them and get a few trades sneaked sneaked in on nah, the Nah, he's download. got two. Yeah, I don't have yeah. any. So you've got one more than that. That's what I would do. Now I know that again, Toby Green is not an. It's a situational pick. 
I wouldn't be recommending Toby Green to everybody out there. I would only recommend it in certain situations. Yeah. Only if you're going for the biscuit. This, <laughs> like this is a situation where you you know you need to maximize your trades. You need to maximize your value of your trades, and you're in a position where you have that exact amount of money. You know, it's a it's a no brainer to me. Um, if you were to do that extra trade to get someone up, who would you go to? And are they going to average more than Toby Green over the next four weeks? Probably not. So. Who's the, your other option than the forward line that you were looking at? Um, Marshall is probably way no, out of your price out, range. You can't get range. him. So yeah, if I bring in a merit, let me just let me do this live. PS, we're doing it live. We're, we're doing, doing it live, live everyone. Uh, okay, so if I do that, trade player out. Let me just go and get rid of my spuds. And oh, what is going on here? Play trade. Anyway, you keep talking, Chris. All right. Um, so moving on, uh, let's have a look at the bubble boys. We already mentioned Ian Hill. He's not on the bubble this week, but he did play very well um, for GWS. And I do believe that he's got some decent job security lined up. Um, I think Haley comes in this week for Canelio. Um, I don't. I would be very surprised. He had 32 disposals and <laughs> one goal in the NEFL. 4K what? shorter, Toby. Oh, you're 4K short. Yeah, oh, that's uh, on. three. Yeah, no, four, 4K, four and a half. Um, that's okay, Chris. That's upsetting for you. It is. It really is. I can get a Dugowie. I can get nah. Jeremy Cameron. I can afford. Nah. Um, Don't bother. I'd rather get. I'd honestly rather just take Hawkins and risk it. If he goes, even if Hawkins averages like a like ninety, it's not the worst thing in the world. Mm. I don't love bad. it. I no, don't love either. it. Nah. I might as well just try and get a. And so cheap. you have gone now, hey? Yeah, I've got him. Okay. Yep. All good. Um, so uh, Ian Hill's one, of course. We've got uh, Egil Malesi, or whatever the hell his name is from Richmond. Um, he was okay. I can't see him really stringing together enough games to be a viable um, option moving forward as, a, as an actual bench cover. Um, I don't think he's really got the job security there for it. I think Charles, I think he'll play the rest of the year. You reckon I honestly now? do, yeah. I'm Every game so. I see him in, he plays better and better and better. Well, the better thing is, if I just wait a week, he'll spike in price. That's true. Um, you know who else on the bubble, Chris? Who else? Dan Hatterbury. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, well, that's not going to happen. Um, uh, Kyle Dunkley is on the bubble as well, but he's been playing a lot more forward um, than I would yeah. like, which is going I think to restrict averaging his... like 49 and a half yeah. or something. It's not great. Look, warm he's not body. Bad. He's warm... cheap though. Like maximizing cash if you need to maximize cash. Um, Here's what I won't be doing. I wouldn't be trading out someone like Dylan Clark for Dunkley. Dylan Clark seems to be uh, locked into that side for the rest of the season. His role is brilliant. He's he's shut out some of the premier midfielders in the game. Last week, he shut out Cunnington like it was nothing. Yeah. Cunnington has been the best clearance player of the year by none. And, and he smashed. shut him, absolutely smashed the shit out of him. Taggers are like the new black, right? They're just back in the fold. Well, you, if this happens every year. And I don't, I can't, I don't know why people haven't noticed it. But yeah, every but... year, the year starts and there's no taggers. No one's tagging. Everyone's trying to play their game plan. And then it gets towards the middle and back end of the year. They're like, shit, we got to actually start winning some games here. Let's go well, and not start just shutting that. down they, their four They mids. also watch and see which ones are the most. They've damaging. got tape. They they can understand yeah. the, their game style and game plan. And put time into them, so they they go, okay. So what yeah. what's their game style first of all? So what's Richmond's game style this Guaranteed. year? This is what they're trying to play. Okay, these are the people they're trying to use. This is what they're doing effectively. And this is how we can shut those how players down. How we can shut those players down to stop their run, to stop their game plan, and then see what plan B they have. Yep, exactly Or right. what plan C. Absolutely. And, and then maybe maybe someone else will shut them down. So what did they revert to? They reverted to this. So what we're going to do, we're going to shut down them. They're going to revert. If they revert to this, we're going to do that. And then all of a sudden they'll be like, oh, uh, well, we've got nothing. Well, it's a, smashed. I mean, that's exactly how Collingwood won on Friday night. We, we'd stop oh. them from scoring for 40 minutes because Main. we stopped their runoff half back. Main, worth every dollar now. Well, legitimately, they, they couldn't get a handball received. They were forced to kick down the line. They couldn't clear the ball properly. When they did get it past the halfway, it was coming straight back in. They set up behind the ball absolutely fantastically. It looked like a bit of a shamble to start. It did, but they, 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 won, they won that game based on a power of numbers. Eventually, the damn wall breaks. They just kept bonging and bombing and bombing, and it wasn't the greatest thing. But that's all you can do when the entire 22 or oh, 18 players on field for the defense are all in your defensive 50. Uh, I'm going to disagree really here, Chris. I'm going to say the direct correlation to Collingwood sucking and losing that game was Darcy Moore. Yeah, that sucks. The minute he went out, oh, look, they, 
less points against. They're starting to actually rebound. They're getting a bit more speed out of that back line. Uh, Darcy Moore. We got lucky there. There was a couple of free kicks that very, weren't paid towards Jack Darling. That Braden Maynard I'm, was playing on Darling. I never thought I would have heard you say that. Nah, I reckon, I reckon he... so one-eyed. I was watching the game with him. So one-eyed, just... Ball that was surely ball. I'm looking over. I'm like, oh, was, I think that was okay. I think, oh, was I, think got, I think you got a handball. I get, I get, it's a heat of the moment. Nah, 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 nah. That was, that was ball, ball. <laughs> um, dumb sheep, Chris. Dumb I reckon. Sheep. Yeah, well, dumb sheep's a fuck. With. Dumb sheep. Uh, I reckon that Jack, Jack, Jack Darling had his arm chopped a couple of times in a market contest that should have been paid. And I think we we're all lucky to to not get get those kicks against us because he he makes you pay. So there was that. Um, so I don't think necessarily having Darcy Moore. I think that having Braden Maynard was a risk because he was chopping the arms because he's just not tall enough and um, and Darling's just way too strong in the market contest. So. Right. I thought normally, um, was it Maynard just normally appeals for being held off the contest, wasn't it? That's usually what happens, yeah. Usually what happens. Um, meanwhile in that game, how good was Jared Cameron, by the way? He was absolutely ah, the tearing Cam- it up. Oh, the Cameron brothers? Yeah, well, he was in 62 I'll at, tell you at what, halftime. The Cameron brothers are the new Riolis, I reckon. Yeah. La- Cameron, last name Cameron, is like the new Rioli. They are Talented. explosive. They are dynamic. Oh, how funny is this, though? Like Jeremy so Cameron, good. so the Lions game, right? As I do, sometimes I do some cardio, um, speaking Spanish now. Um, while I watch the footy, right? So I was yep. watching the Lions game, hop on the, the, the old bike, the hamster wheel bike, and we started kicking goals. I was like, I'm going to have to stay on this bike now. <laughs> Until we stop kicking goals. Yeah, and then the tides change. But again, explosive dynamic. He's so, like, people give away free kicks because they don't want Charlie Cameron to get past them. They will yep. literally hold him, take him to ground. Oh, whoops, I tackled you without the ball. Yeah. Because they know that it's better to have him having a kick from 45 than it is to get past him. Yeah. And Burton did his hammy chasing down Cameron. That's upsetting for Burton. Like, he's trying to run after him. I really like Burton, too. And did his hammy. Yeah. And Cameron, bless bless his cotton socks. I mean, apart from spraying this kick, like, worse than Sprainer, who also lived up to his name and did miss a kick, he he went back over and he's like, oh, yeah, like, are you okay kind of thing and showed uh, real good character, I felt. So... Oh, I think Charlie Cameron's a fantastic person, like, first oh. and foremost. But speaking, um, he's, speaking, a, he's a goddamn jet. Speaking of the Lions game, besides it being... Awesome. Um, it was. I just love the opening start anyway. They went after Lockie Neal. And yes, they had a hit and gave away free kicks, which I find hilarious. But they're tr- so intent on winning that footy that they're all around the ball. And then on the outside, the Lions were just smashing them. And then Which Robert, brings me to my next on, point. Oh, which one? Robbo? Come Dane on. Zorko. Oh, yes. I've got enough to pick him up this week. And I'm thinking I might go to the coffee chain. That's my last upgrade. Let's do it. Let's go to Zork. He's expensive. It's 577. I've got 589. Let's do it. I'd go Elliot Yo over Zorko, and that. Oh, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do on the, with the rest of the money? Did I? I did not just say that. What, I got. I can't do anything with the rest of the money. The rest of the money that I have is pointless. Go it's Elliot Yo. Injury trades. Go Elliot Yo. No. You've been living that. I'm going Elliot Yo. Live that hype train, mate. I'm thinking. I'm thinking no. I'm thinking three percent of teams. You're thinking Zorko. Thinking Zork. I'm thinking Jeez, the, the mighty well Zorko. You, you might as well go dunk and who's in two percent of sides. Have you, have Are you seen mad? the scorely score pattern? Uh, score score pattern. Score pattern over the last ten weeks has been absolutely phenomenal. And we've also won and a lot of games. In the who's last getting 10 weeks, the tag? Cause... Who's just peeling off the packs and damaging every single play? Dude, he's dominating the game now. All of a sudden, and it was—it's strange because he's playing a different role than what he did in the first six weeks. Very much, very different role. But he's still, his tackle numbers are still high. His pressure acts are still high, and his his kicking efficiency is still good. And he, you he finishes are... too. So okay, this one's not. The I worst. liked him at the start. This of This one's season. not the worst call. I mean, for those that have been with us all season, uh, Sam Petrovsky Seaton is probably one of your worst calls for the year. He's going well again. Averaging, what, 83? <laughs> I think I, I worked know. it out. 83 and a half? You are delirious. Nah, he's going same all right. Same way for you he's chopping. Right. Same way for you trying to cut down my bloody gut feel on Dangerfield it's, VC. It's, oh, the same way. I can't still, be upset. You still agreed with me in the end that it was the right logic. Well, when you look back at Grundy's scores, you're kind of like, well, you kind of have to. Uh, for those who weren't paying attention, I had, after the discussion last week, the podcast we did, the Twitch stream... I ended up going, okay, fine, you're right, you make sense. I put a VC this on was funny. I put a VC on Grundy, right? So I had McCray as my captain, I had Dangerfield as my it's, VC. It's wait, arguably not your fault, it's wait, KO's fault. Wait. So I had <laughs> yeah. So I had VC on Dangerfield, I had the C on McCray. I was like, Yeah, Chris, you're right. So I took I went and goes Grundy VC, which then should have made Grundy VC, McCray still stays captain. Happy days, right? Easy. So we we pushed our luck, we did our podcast. We go downstairs, we set up a shop, Chris sets up his KO. 90.8. 
No way. Oh, that's, Last his, five, three that's his five round average. Five round. Don't try and stir me. 83.4. <laughs> anyway, so we get down there. The game starts. I'm trying to, as I'm doing that, I'm like, oh, I don't know if about this Grundy thing. So I was like, maybe I can put Dangerfield back as my VC. So I'm logging into the app. I look down. Grundy C. I was going, huh? Oh my God. So I'm like trying to like change it. And I was like, no, no, no. Grundy VC. Next minute it's like locked. I'm sorry. We can't you know, do that request. And Chris is like, oh, yeah, KO's on a delay. And I was like, no! It's only like a 30-second delay. But so it's, I was yeah. literally, I didn't have a, a, like, it worked out. Like, I guess, yeah, Grundy, worse things could happen. But not getting a double chance, I was like, and when he started off a bit slow and Nick Nat was just dominating in first quarter, I was like, my life is ruined. Well, I, I, was away, hoping, I was hoping it was ruined. Um, another thing that ruined my weekend was he's sure. Oh, yes. So he's sure scored 20 points. <laughs> can 20 we, points can, can on the weekend. Can we our bet, the, oh, Hur- the Hurley so reference. so bad. Was so, he injured or just shit? No, Hurley's done for the year. No, I know. I know no, I'm talking about yeah. Shaw. Because Shaw... No, Shaw played the whole game. He was just shit. <laughs> so he was just... He literally the funny, got... The funny part was, though, when I heard Hurley got injured, what? out for the year, right? Hurley got injured. I was like, oh, my God. His score's horrible. It's like 30-odd. 36, I think. Right? I was like, on. oh, great. Heater Shaw's going to now like, overtake him. I was like this the whole time. Heater like, Shaw's yeah. going to overtake him. And then next minute, Heater Shaw gets 20. So I don't know whether. How does it happen? What's the average? So Shaw's now averaging seventy nine point six, and I reckon it's going to be Hurley's going to be eighty two. I reckon nah, eighty three, eighty three. Yeah. So Shaw's got to try and make up four points per game over the next six six weeks. weeks. So how much is that? Four points per game over six weeks. Yeah. So no, no, because how many rounds is it now? Twenty four more. So let's say it's twenty two games in a year. So he needs to make up four points per game. Which means that he needs gotcha. to score an extra eighty-eight points on top of eighty-three. So let's say there's six rounds left. That's so good. What's eighty-eight divided by I think, six? I think you're kind of lucky here, Chris, because I don't think we really set the parameters on this bet. Eighty-eight or divided did we? by six. Did equals. we? I don't think we set the parameters. So he needs to go. That's what he needs to get over his average. So he needs to average ninety-five between well, now 93. and the end of the year. 93 or something. Oh, yeah, they're 93 uh, between down the end of the year. To, I, don't think to we, I don't think we really set the parameters on this bet, though. Or did we? Oh, who knows? I can't it remember. I'll I, just I cancel that one of the other bets that I'm losing. <laughs> I don't know. I think we're a bit slack on the bets this year. Um, we Chris and I had a bit of a discussion. Off I'm, winning the, um, I'm winning the draft league bet that we have every year, though. It's not every year. It's yeah, one year. Every year we have a who. We do not every who's, year. Who's better in the draft? draft oh league. yeah, yeah, we're better in the draft league. I'm not giving you my second round draft pick though. We didn't bet that. Oh, that was a year special. We call him a reneg king. The reneg king. It wasn't an every year thing. It was a one year special. It's Don't a lifetime try. achievement award, all right? It is not. <laughs> do you reckon you're going to yeah. make the finals? How, how oh, close? Oh, I need it? to win this week. How I literally I dumped Franklin. I dumped everyone. That's shit. Meanwhile, um, speaking of playing midfield like Toby Green is, Chad Wingard. I actually saw him in the midfield a little bit. Looked quite good. Like, he's, I know, I know, he's I know be, we, way better in the midfield than well, he I know is. we highly rate him at the start of the year. He is actually around Hawkins' price, I believe, about three sixty k. I could afford a Wingard. Ooh. I know. Also shady. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm, I'm acting like I'm playing. I actually think if you can't get to green, there is no point in choosing anyone else. You may as well just do mate, down up. Three fifty k, three fifty eight for Hawkins. I'm I'm tempted, mate. I love a bargain. Oh no, love a don't bargain. Do it and I'll just say pr- that you I'll pretend did. I'll pretend I'm not ranked two hundred and forty. Don't do it and say that you did. Uh anyway, so Chris and I were speaking because we like to go on some tangents and tangent. It's not a segue. Um. <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing. Last year, we pretty much just got together. We recorded podcasts. We released them. People would comment back on Facebook, through Twitter, and we'd engage that way. This year, we had the awesome idea of doing Twitch, which I we have loved, mind yep, you. We it's have been great. Absolutely loved. However, with the comments that come through, sometimes we get a little bit sidetracked. So today, we haven't really looked at them as much. Uh, while we podcast, we kind of look at them, and then we'll engage with that afterwards. Going forward is, I feel like this is kind of our second year half breakout, but needs work. So we were discussing that we'll probably do a normal pod next year. It's a bit late now. We're not going to, you know, the season's pretty well. Everyone has their team sorted. So now it's good for us to just talk bullshit. Yep. Um, so next year we're looking at getting together, doing our normal podcast facts. These are the people we're looking at this, this, that, bang, bang, bang. So if you're, hey, if you've got an hour, bang, you listen to this 50 minutes or whatever it is. This is all the information. This is our, these are our thoughts, etc., etc. We'll still record it on Twitch, but we're not going to make it Twitch. You can watch us live, yeah. So you don't have to wait for the release. And after that, though, we will then stop that broadcast. Whether we do it on a different day or straight afterwards, we will then record and do an interactive talk crap 
engage with you, answer your questions, probably, look at your teams. Probably separate is what we're going to do. Separate. We're probably going to do the Because in that way, night. if you want to listen to the facts and whatever, bang, you get your hit here. And if you like the other part that we do as well, then you can stick around or you can then engage with, with us that way. And basically, we cover both angles because at this point, uh, our structure last year was really on point because we had a, a run sheet in front of us and it was us sticking to the games and our thoughts and et cetera, et cetera. Whereas this year has been a bit more, okay, so this is what we're doing. And then like, oh, look, a squirrel. It's been a bit open season. Yeah, oh, squirrel. Look, a squirrel, right? Squirrel. Yeah, so look, if you do have any suggestions, let us know. But next year will be our third year breakout. Um, we are. And we're also looking yep. at doing a, a little, uh, as part of that second one, uh, a little game show that we it'll be a little bit more interactive with everyone as well, which yeah. is pretty cool. So like weekly segments and kind of some other fun things. So if you have some ideas, yeah, it'll um, be completely um, interactive on Twitch. So you know we'll ask a question. There'll be a, a screen up with the question, uh, and Twitch can. There's a program in the back end of Twitch that you can use to actually collate those answers, and then at the end it collects the winner. And then they get, that gets announced as part of that show. So we do a, a little 20-minute segment with a few different questions and have some fun with it. Yeah, so we are... really we are, cool. All, uh, all super cash related, all you know, AFL related. Yeah, so just something different that we're thinking of showing the community. We are looking at some stuff. Um, speaking of getting distracted and going sideways, funniest thing, Chris. Yes. Placement. I'm about to go on placement. I had to email the guy. I got inside word from the vice principal. <laughs> email him? No, yeah, I did. I did it. I sent him an email. Um, you I tell him that you're ranked 130. No, no. I, I, got a, I got an inside word from the vice principal saying he has quite the super coach side. So I was like, hey, blah, 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 formal, formal, formal. Can I get your schedule? Whatever. I look forward to meeting you. Like, again, look forward to being there. And at the end of it, I was like, oh, um, so, you know, blah, blah, blah. Says you have quite the super coach team. I hope you didn't have Canelio. Left it at that, trying to put in a little sneaky. Sneaky His, his email, though, comes back. The first two sentences are about Supercoach. And I was like, yes, I got him. <laughs> you're like, you're like. And Andy had Cornelio. Andy had Darcy Moore. Anyway, yeah, pretty much. He had Cornelio, had Darcy Moore. And yeah, love and life. So already, I was like, bang, got him. Supercoach. And Darcy Moore. Yeah, he had both. Oh, yeah, yeah. ouch, down. Hate, hating life. So anyway, that was my side. Sideways trade. Oh, good. Um, now, talk about a, talking about a good game this week, Carlton again. I turned it around, haven't they? How? Jesus. Well, I'll tell you what they did. They're playing Mark Murphy in the midfield. <laughs> that helps. First of all. Helps playing uh, your best players around the ball. Kurnow's tagging yep. also helps. Helps playing your best players in roles that they're actually good for. I know. Um, it but also, thought- it does help that Casbolt is taking marks and kicking accurately. That's one good thing as well. Uh, and then look, they've given a license to Sam Walsh. He's a runner in their team. Yeah. He's the one that can run and spread. They've given him a license to just do whatever he wants. Uh, which is awesome. So I, I really enjoy that. Um, their defensive, their defensively though, their mechanisms yeah. defensively are a lot better. Uh, Nick Newman was, I thought, best on ground last week. I went bang. Absolutely, he was huge. Every time the ball went forward, he was that loose defender this week, and it was amazing. Um, having said that, I do have him in a couple of draft leagues, but I don't have him in standard, and I don't think many people do have him in standard now after he had a few dud games. But absolutely amazing. Really disappointed with Isaac Heaney this week. Yep. He got enough of the ball. He just turned it over so many times. Butcher. Oh, he was the biggest butcher by hand and by foot. He was turning the ball over constantly. So um, if you do, if you are a Heaney owner, it wasn't a role change. He wasn't playing more forward minutes. He was around the ball enough. He got enough of the pill. He just turned it over so much, and that's his bad score. What about Parker? Well, I think Parker's definitely gone down since, obviously, Kennedy JBK, has, yeah. has come in. But his role hasn't changed too much. Uh, it's just no. they're more sharing it around. JPK seems to be the one that's getting more clearances, of course, and that was really what more Parker... Points. Yeah. And, and that's really... That's that's the only difference there. But even then, like, JPK, 108, he only had 10 points in the third quarter. Like, he could have gone Big, 90. Or, yeah. Or, you know, but he ended up managing to Pulls squeeze out a 108, which was good. Um, Quickly, Chris, though, with GWS and all their key players out, do you see, like, Taranto and Hopper really lifting their game and scoring well? So one of the things I was looking at this week was what to do with Canelio, and yep. Taranto is the first one that came to mind. I do, do you think reckon that... he'll handle the attention or a better, up against a better player, or you reckon he'll just... Well, it depends. Of... I mean, you know, the, the thing that happened earlier in the year was when there wasn't a Canelio or a Kelly in, he went Taranto big. would step up. Especially against the weaker sides, yeah, he went right. big. But... Kelly's due back in a couple of weeks. Yes. Green's now in that midfield. Green wasn't in that midfield early in the year because he no. wasn't fit enough. Yeah. So I'm not entirely sure that he will have that same 130, 140 output that he was having in those weeks prior to the start of the year. 
Now, I'm not saying it's not a great pick because he could turn around and average 120 for the rest of the year and go be an awesome pick. Uh, I'm just not sold on it because, again, GWS, anything can happen. Yeah. And I don't, Did you like that tweet? I was I'm like, completely, rule, I rule think I'm done with GWS. Rule number 100? Yeah. Don't choose anyone from GWS? Well, do I really want to trade a troubled you know, or injured GWS star to get in a uh, up-and-down scorer like Taranto, maybe? Hmm. That plays the same team with the same issues no. and the same coach. That's why I think Duncan would be quite reliable with their run home. No. And I think a lot of people have... Duncan's under 2% owned. I see that going up. I think he's about 502k. Scored, what, 115 or 117 on the weekend. Yep. Um, Really reliable, though. And their draw is really positive coming up. Like, it's not I the, like their draw. Yeah, it's not bad. Like, yes... Lions are probably harder at the moment. Carlton's probably harder, but I think for me though, wise? when push comes to shove, he's not in their best three midfielders. He's no. actually not in their best. Well, field. he's not really playing hundred percent midfield, even though he's issue. a really good. I think, yeah. I think he's an absolutely amazing player. Well, he's, he's actually getting into the defensive line a little bit more yeah. as well. The, the thing he has going so for him, I know, uh, right? But the thing he has going for him is the kicking efficiency and the fact that no one pays any attention to him. Absolutely, that, that is what he has going for him. He's he's more he's definitely more of an outside player because of his kicking efficiency. And he's one that they look to get the ball in their hands when they're trying to re- uh, transition from defense to attack. Yeah. But uh, to me, I don't know. I'm I'm not sold on him because I just he's just too up and down. It's kind of like that second cousin that all of a, all of a sudden becomes hot. You're like, where'd you come from? Yeah, second cousin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Uh, now someone now I, I think I what we should do. Cousins, we just have first cousins. Well, yeah. <laughs> what what I'm trying to do um, from now until the end of the season, I want to start having a look at uh, guys that have caught your eye that you're looking at getting in next year. And I've got a, a nice, juicy one. McCluggage. No, he's definitely going to be my team next year. <laughs> I know, I I know McCluggage. That. Someone that I want to start right now. If, if it was day one, Supercoach 2020, who am I starting? Heaney. George Hewitt. I'm starting George Hewitt, huh? without a doubt. Georgie Hewitt from Sydney. Why? Oh, mate, have a look at this guy's trend. So... Um, the unfortunate thing about Hewitt in the past is that he's had tagging roles, but he's transitioning out of that. You know how players, when they're developing, like they go through that, that that part of their career where they're doing either a tagging role or they're playing in defensive role to try and learn that defensive aspect of the game so they can combine defense and attack. Look at his scoring range for the entire season and tell me that doesn't impress you. So he went, so score 88. So this is the start of his year. 88, 69, 62, 55. 84-99, and here's where it starts to go. He went big against Brisbane Lions, big score of the year, 154. Then he had a 78-127. Then he had a 31. Then he had 103-110, 86-121, 91-104. Yeah. His back end of the season since round, well, actually since round seven, but see those little scores in between? That's when he's had jobs. So he's had defensive roles and defensive responsibilities. I honestly think that next year transitioning to a more pure midfielder where he can go you know, two-way midfielder, I don't mind his ability. And his... If he's a forward mid, maybe. Oh, he, I don't think he'll be a forward Exactly, mid. so therefore it's not, I really, think it's not relevant. <laughs> he's going to be low enough price because he's averaging 91 for the year. I think he's going to be a low enough price as that breakout candidate, that just below 500K, like a Taranto was this year, like a Canelio was the year before. And I'm looking at a juicy option at that 91 average to take his game to the next level and average 105 Jeez. plus. See, Taranto would interest me next year if Canelio goes, which I reckon yeah, he would. I, yeah, and he interests me. I agree. Pluggage interests me. With that one, Chris, you could choose anyone in the whole league and you choose fucking Hewitt. I, okay. You know in, why I can't, the, you know get why in the can't, chat right now if you like Georgie Hewitt. You know, why I can't, you know why I can't stand Hewitt? Why? Because it reminds me of Leighton. Leighton? <laughs> Come on! I love Leighton. He doesn't love Leighton Hewitt. Anyway, I like him, and I, I I think that he's got a lot of value, and he's going to be. I think he's could he's got the potential to be a top tier scorer. Jesus, honestly, Christ. I I would be more inclined to look at aggression from now with the new coach hoping to play me for a role <sighs> than on Hewitt Maybe. next year. The thing is that like oh. Hewitt's got everything about his game. He's dynamic. He tackles hard. He's a big bodied mid. He runs hard. He can take a grab. Like, Gresham's a one-trick pony. He's that agile, small mid. He's really good at clearing a ball in close spaces, but he's not a big body. And he doesn't He's not tag. really a big tackler. He doesn't tag. He's not a defensive mid. He doesn't tackle. Yeah. Um, here's what would be funny. We spoke about this hypothetical. 
if Christensen loses his job, the new coach comes in. He probably wants to find out a little bit about his team. They also want to find out a little bit about trade value. Maybe some people are best 22. Maybe maybe they're people, gearing up for next year. because Maybe, they, maybe this we're gearing a, up for next year. Anyway. Maybe we're looking at trade value. Like, has this person got a commodity? Maybe they're not in our best 22 and we want to give them a crack to get them some trade value and see what they're worth. Enter Billy Longer. I like it. You know what they need to do? They need to experiment Roll Marshall on a wing. Or experiment Roll Marshall full forward. at full forward. Play him full forward for a bit. Give him a chop out. Give him a rest. Play Billy Longer and see what's going on in Marshall to average full I agree. Forward. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> just, just do it. You know what? We should start a, a <laughs> start hashtag. Start a hashtag. Hashtag. Get Longer to the forward. No, get, uh, get Marshall to the forward line. No, just say, let's see. Yeah, let's. Well, we need to think let's of Marshall him forward. <laughs> That's Marshall in forward. Hashtag Marshall in forward. Ha- hashtag rest Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Marshall. Yeah. Um, ben Ashton. Mate, it's going to happen. We're going to jinx this. But at the same time, new coach, you need to like you know look at Kernow. Kernow's moved cool. back into the midfield. Murphy's moved back into the midfield. They're mixing it up. They're changing it because that's what that coach wants. Zeeble being playing midfield. They bring in different dynamics. Uh, Ahern seems to be coming back into the fold of best 22. Uh, Which yeah. is annoying to me. But having yeah, but said no, that, things, things Zeeble played... Well enough mid-time. Yeah. I watched that entire game. He was around the ball. He just couldn't get near it. Yeah. It was not like a positional change. I'm he just played. saying, new, new coach though. Yeah. New perspective. New, you maybe he's... And the goals that he could have kicked, Maybe he, he's he bestie with Longers, you know, back behind the scenes. You never know whoever caretaker coach is. I like it. It's going to be interesting. Hashtag get Marshall forward. Hashtag Marshall forward. <laughs> um, now, something that really, really pissed me off, and I got a little bit excited when it happened, is that uh, Nat Fife went huge after going down to the rooms with another injury. And I tell you what... That's probably your second I'm mistake. Looking, Besides not starting... At what point Dunkley does Ross Lyon say we're five. resting five for the rest of the year? Well, at the point that I have zero trades is what's, what's going to happen. I honestly think that it'll happen because I did a um, ladder predicted the other day and I got Frio dropping well out of the eight. Yep. Like they're already, I think, 11th at the moment, but, but their, you, their run home is really tough. Here's where you're wrong. He's captain. You don't drop your captain he, yeah, to that, rest them. That's not the issue. To rest he, His body is not coping with nah, the full it's, season. It's coping. It's just copping different niggles. Every week, it's something else. Something else. Every week. Yeah, it's just going in circles. That's First fine. was the elbow. Now Ooh, it's the shoulder. I did tweet out, though, Monday was saying that... Um, he might get rested as well. Well, yeah, he's saying that he's the type of person that doesn't like to be rested because he likes to play. However, if Hashtag someone, play hash, the kids Ross. Hashtag if someone taps him on the shoulder, he'll have a rest. I reckon it's going to happen with Nat Fife. Nah. I reckon it won't be now, but I reckon you get to around 20. Well, I heard Dr. Supercoach talking about maybe they rest Clayton Oliver because their season's yeah, Well, cooked. apparently we got a me- we got a message on um, Saturday morning that Clayton Oliver's gone through a fitness test. So we're, we're lucky he even played on Sunday. Yeah. Well, I was lucky Lysette. So, I was lucky Lysette played. And this is, by the way, this was an actual photo that was taken at uh, Olympic Park where it was just Clayton Oliver training with two trainers and it looked like they were going through a fitness test and they took photos. So we got that sent to us on Saturday morning, was it? Yeah, it's pretty scary. Yeah. So look, um, not to say that, it might have just been a, a personal training session. We, we don't know, but from the person who was actually taking the photos, they said it looked like he was going through a uh, a fitness test. So that would have been scary if that was the case. Yes. Um, anyway, so Nat Fife goes off, comes back on and I've, call, I've called him like, he's done for the day, you know, he's, he's down in the rooms, he's not coming back on. He comes back to like, rest in the forward line, kicks three goals in five minutes, and goes to over a hundred super coach. Yeah, bang! <sighs> Toward the game, absolutely open. bang! Like Bonsapelli, that literally was off for a whole quarter. Uh boys need me. Gets you out there, right? And was- and so now he's probably not. I don't reckon Bons playing this week. Yeah, well, they, yeah, testing it Friday. By, by the sound six, of that interview, six day, six day break. It's hopeful. The idea is that we play. I'm testing it. We're going to keep off Mate, my feet, see the swelling go down. If you watch the interview, you'll see it in his face. He doesn't think he's going to be able to play this week. Yeah. There is no way that he plays this right, week. Right, like I got Clark on that Friday, huh? Yeah. Anyway, oh, you got Bond, do you? Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I, have, I had all the good players, and that's why I was so highly ranked. Fair enough. And uh, now they're all falling over. So Todd Goldstein, another the, the gift that keeps giving, he actually ended up outscoring Goldie this week. Uh, sorry, Gorn. Gorn. Uh, yeah, only by done, 15 points. That's done well for you, though. Well, that map now means that it's 162 points that I'm ahead from that trade, um, which means for the next six rounds, that is... Uh, he needs to average just under 30, 30 points per game. Yep. Over, sorry. I think it's like 32 points per game. I regret my decision. I thought I, could, I had enough trades to kind of do the old double backseat. 
Whereas now, knowing all the injuries with Keneally and Kelly and stuff like that, I would have just gone well, sideways as well. Yeah. Yeah. How good was Robbie Tarrant, though? Basically taking every intercept mark known to man. Underrated. Um, very underrated. Cam Zerhar's had a really good stint up forward, and I, I really hope... A couple, they... couple good games in a row oh, now. Mate, he's played really good in this back end of the year, so I'm really happy with um, the way he's gone about it. Uh, excuse me. <coughs> oh. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <coughs> they come in threes. Sorry, guys. Um... Uh, McDonald, Tip and Woody uh, with his amazing um, couple of goals, but also generally great game overall. Chris, they don't come in threes. They come in three seconds with you. <laughs> That's true. Um, would you believe that I traded out Connor McKenna from our draft league team before the bounce? Uh, yeah, and he was available yesterday. I could have picked him up. Yeah, that was really annoying. But uh, he played quite well. Um, good games, though, on the weekend. Essendon and North. There were some really good games, except for the uh, Adelaide and Suns game. Yeah. Absolute Which whitewash. We won't go through too much. Um, but no. as predicted, Rory Sloan didn't do anything to set the world alight. Like I couldn't believe people like going, "Oh, Rory Sloan's a VC chance against Gold Coast." No, like, well, why? He's never proved ever that he's he averaged actually, really he well against He actually had a fairly good teams. game, but the the load was so widely spread. I mean, look at how many guys scored ninety or above. Yeah, that's the the only reason Laird actually went ninety one is because of how much they smashed them. Yeah, the points were so heavily weighed to Adelaide; it was just ridiculous. And just a sneaky little waiver chance if he's uh, still floating around your league. Uh, Jake, Jake Kelly has played really well the last few weeks. He's been good. Meanwhile, also we said a very ever, ever reliable Weller had a pretty shit game. Ah, uh, yes, unfortunately. Yeah, or most of the Suns do. You can't lose by nearly a hundred points and expect to score well. That's true. Um, but look, I think that, you know uh, the Gold Coast. They just need to get into the sheds. Really, the, their season's done. They need a new they, season. They're, yeah. they're worn out. They're flogged. Oh well, not to mention half their list is injured. They, they've only got the only team that's got an equal or maybe even slightly better injury list is Collingwood. Everyone, everyone in their list yeah. is pretty much injured. Well, it's Richmond's crazy. coming back to the fold now, which is good for them. Yeah, Richmond are coming back, which is always Starting good. To look strong. Um, that was another oh, interesting game. Uh, First pretty half much pushed was good. It. First half was good. Yeah, definitely. St. Kilda and Geelong. Yeah, definitely. Um, so Duncan again with a 116. Dunstan, Dunstan came to the fore with a 132, which is nice for Dunstan. Dunstan's been pretty good the last couple, actually. And, someone and Clark looks, as well as a defender. Some of the keeps popping up, though, is Billings as a forward option. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not sold on Billings, and I never will be, because he just goes like this and this and this and this and... What Billings rocks up week He's to week bad, is though. not great. Tim Kelly's dropped off the map a bit, but he looked like he was going to be the number one forward at the start of the year. Had, do you reckon he's polled enough votes to win the Brownlow at this point? Uh, so if, if the no, Brownlow think... medal was stopped now, is he winning the count? Um, maybe. Maybe? It's I don't know. Like Yes, he has the most like coaches and whatever have you, but you look at Dangerfield's had some good games. Ablett's had some good moments. Like... Hawkins earlier on. Duncan's as well. played really. Duncan's good. played really well. So yeah, splitting those points is really hard. I, I agree. Whereas Cripps, the the games he's been dominant, he'd be getting a lot of uh, votes. Uh, he missed a few games. Yeah. Yes, you know whatever, like Agreed. a couple games. But I think uh, depend. It, it's really going to depend on these last six rounds because he's slowing up. Dunkley might even be sneaking through some last minute votes for the last sort of what. Eight weeks I agree, time. but again, he probably suffers the same issue. Yeah, started too Bonten late. Pally, yes, McRae's McRae. been brilliant. Yeah. Um, obviously, with There's been uh, games Dunkley. that well, even like Norton went on that tear and took like 15 contested yeah, sessions. Yeah, exactly right. So, yeah, no, I'm with you there. It's hard. Tough to, tough in those clubs. Um, the Richmond GWS game ended up being a blowout in the end, so not much to report there. Shy Bolton, though, uh, impressive with a 112. Um, a bit of the a load getting spread again. Um, Dusty Martin with a 62 for those that have... Managed to hold him this long. I don't know why you would, but how upset um, would you be that stacks like averaging more than this one? Oh. You'd be just livid. Um, also, Chris, just quietly, Geelong would be the favourites for one of their players to win because they have won the most games. Like the amount of times that yeah. the points would probably swing of their course. way, particularly at the first, like up until the bye. Um, but yeah, six weeks left, plenty can happen. Um, yeah, Giants have really fallen over, haven't they? Cornelio yeah, and out zero. Well, I mean, I did a ladder predictor this week, and I still have them in the eight. I've got them uh, coming in at sixth. But there's every chance if they get another couple of injuries, they could drop out of the eight. Yeah, it's or that serious. if they just lose their, their synergy and their yeah. connection, they could be cooked. Um, I've got Port Adelaide just sneaking in in the last spot and North missing out and Bulldogs missing out, but only Ooh. both on percentage. Yeah, Bulldogs will be... So, yeah, they're having a late run, tight. Yeah, yeah, I agree. 
Um, look, Bulldogs have a good team, and on their day, they're competitive with the top teams. Yep. And so, with Richmond getting more players back, funnily enough, Tom Lynch is actually starting to pull together a couple of good scores. Oh, Tom and when, Lynch when he was well. 280k, like bargain, absolute bargain. He crashes packs. He's exactly what they needed. I'm glad that he went there because I think that uh, that is really what the Tigers were missing. They just this year they haven't had the luck with injuries they have for the past three years. They had the same injury profile that they had last year or the year before. Richmond would be as dominant as they were last year, guaranteed. Fair call. Um, yeah, Dunkley is the story of this one. Dunkley, yeah. Dunkley, Dunkley, Dunkley. Absolutely. I mean, I, I this is le- a legitimate thing that happened. Um, I, I was, I wasn't watching the game after the Canelio uh, injury. I literally turned off the t- turned off the game, and started playing Fortnite. I was like, yeah, I'm done with this. I'm just going to go play some games, get my mind off it. I was so angry. I think even Ben Ashton like, was like at the supermarket and he's like, yeah, I'm done with Supercoach, honey. And she's like, like gave him a smile, like, good. Yeah, like, excellent. Yeah, everybody's yeah. doing it. Um, anyway, so I, I just was, oh, oh, just check the scores. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, Dunkley won 10. That's, that's awesome, man. Oh, why is everyone else such a low score at full time? I legit thought that that was his full time score. And everyone else was really, really shit. And then I looked and I was like, oh, it's half time. I didn't even realize it was only halfway through the game. So then I just like, my heart immediately sank. <laughs> I was like. And you're, yeah, you're, you're sitting there like, please do a like, please do a Bontempelli. At this and, stage. And I, with 130. I hadn't checked the Melbourne scores. So I was like, <clears throat> please make him play. Like maybe he's playing head to head with Oliver and Oliver's equally as good. Oliver's on like 37 at halftime or something stupid. Like yeah. it was bad. Not good. Um, Loggy Hunter with a 156. So that person who I know, I contacted us last week. of the exact same thing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I know. Whoever's like, oh, Loggy Hunter. We're like, yeah, nah. And of course, last game of the round was a nice little win for you guys. An absolute smashing, if you'd like to call yep. it that. Robbie Gray was on nothing earlier on. Yeah. I think he had in the first half, even like four disposals or something. His second half though, when they tried to start fighting back, Robbie Gray was really, really impressive. Yeah. Um, His score shot up heaps. So did uh, Westhoff was doing quite well and then dropped off late though. So only 71. Um, Yeah, like I said, only 86, but still 86, I'll take that. He was, um, I think it was like in the 30, it was only like 56. Yeah, at halftime he was no no, No, good. No good. You know, again, he was actually, he was rucking against two opponents with a sore knee. Yep. You know, I was just happy he played, to be honest. Do you you want to hear Zorko's scores since round seven? 128, 114, 121, 117, 85, 88, 117, 155, 95, 122. Absolutely killing it. Yeah. I would yeah. I, actually I want to work out his average since round seven. I reckon it's probably one fifteen. He did this exact reckon, same thing last year. I reckon Elliot Yosk uh, doing more. <laughs> um, so I'm looking at I, I'll be I will definitely be looking at Dane Zorko. Seriously, I will be looking at Yo as well. Merritt and uh, for the cheaper options, Merritt and Duncan. Both of them are at the point where I can have them or I can not have them. If you've got the cash to go up, I would prefer to go up. And that's as simple as that. If, if, if you don't have the cash or you want to make that little extra bank, I don't mind it. I still like JPK as the best option out of all of them. I think JPK is probably the most consistent profile over the next six weeks, in my opinion. Over Dunkley and Merritt? Oh, easily. Easily. Mm, yep. I disagree. Look at his scoring patterns. Yeah, I disagree. Ab- I go Merritt. He's averaged 114 over the last... Yeah, yeah, no, I know that. I go, I'll, I'll go, I'll go Merritt, Duncan, JPK. Ah. Uh. Go figure. You hurt me. I'll take Yo, though, over Zorko any day. To be fair, this is your year, so maybe you're right. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Just like the Dangerfield VC. Um, no, Elliot Yo, I think he he's at a point where he's dropped a little bit in price. I think he is now really tempting. Uh, I would be going Elliot Yo. Their draw looks quite good. And I, you know how much I hate on the Yo normally. And the fact that I'm actually saying Elliot Yo over Zorko is said without bias. It, ha- it has to be. Otherwise, I'd be saying Zorko. Okay. No, I'm cool with that. Zorko, take my fucking coffee, and is it, maybe I'll put you on my side. Is it maybe because of the coffee situation? <laughs> I'm not bitter at all. <laughs> or you don't want to bet on him just in case something happens. That could be it. No, that's not it. I just, you know, Zorko's been great, but he's, you know, he could very easily have the attention turned to him. Yeah, fair enough. So and so could Yo, I guess. But uh, I'm not just saying Elliot Yo, more consistent. I like it. All right, well, we might just go through some uh, some Twitter chat. We've had a couple of guys in here tonight, so thank you very much yes, for everyone who's attended. Yes, it is a bit earlier, so thank you kindly. Uh, so Tom Williamson, 11, he got uh, 2509 with a donut on field this week, which, oh, is, wow. which is awesome. 
So he's stoked for that, and he said thanks for the help this year. Uh, Captain Dunkley, Cheers was you, it? Mate. Captain Dunkley? <laughs> um, probably not. I mean, a lot of people had really big scores. I think the winner this week had 27 yeah, 30 or big. something stupid. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hamstring Awareness is back with a howdy, fellas. Uh, and Stone just hey, said, Hey, guys, buddy, sideways trade Cameron Green, Degoe, or other. Uh, depending on the trade situation, Green is your man. Let's do it. Buddy? Um, does he still have Buddy? <laughs> yeah. He's got him at F7. Right. So he's got a bit of cash sitting on his bench. Yeah, I'd get rid of Buddy. Uh, and he also said, you boys just need to get over not having Marshall face up to your mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's funny though. You've got to ride that train until it dies, right? No, nah, look, oh, we both know oh, that. I wish I, had, got... I, wish, I wish I had Marshall. Oh, I wish now, I had him. Yeah, he's too expensive now. So now we all we can do is pray. And... We've got to do, Stones, you of all people should know, you're trying to put the hex on, on, on Marshall. <laughs> can you, instead of putting bloody pins in Fife's hamstring or whatever you did or trying to put you know, pins in his nutsack, can you please do one up for Marshall for us, please? And we'll, sh- we'll shout it out and we'll tag in Ben Ashton. Sounds good to me. Marshall out, longer in, hashtag Marshall forward. <laughs> or hamstring awareness. You can tag in on this one. Uh, okay, also got a question here. Brad Constable. Hi, Brad. Would you tra- uh, would you do a hi, trade? Brad. <laughs> hi. hi, Brad. Uh, Mar- <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I, I, I would you that. would you do a trade like Jay Kelly down to Merritt? Not sure if he'll play as the Giants medical staff is a worry. Well, yeah, if you're playing league, I'd still hold uh, at least for another week because... I agree. Yes. Um, you're better off waiting because he could be back next week. He could be back next week. He could also be back in another two weeks so or Correct. three weeks. So If you knew this now with Keneally going out, would you hold Kelly no, going I, into last week now? No. Oh, you probably couldn't. Would you? I wouldn't, no. Mm. I know it's a hard thing. We we did so well for most of the Again, year. Now not, why is it? You're why's not it all playing for now? league. If you're why playing for league, then yes. But why if, is it all happening now? We made it through how much of the year? Hell, we even got. Uh, I've been we even got. We even got year. like 16 weeks of Darcy Moore missing a couple. I've had uh, this this year for me, and injury wise, I've hit, I've been hit pretty much everything. Well, and you also missed all the primos. Caleb Daniel's the only one I didn't hit. I don't also think. missed all the primos. Yeah, I've had a tough year. Apparently, Caleb Daniel is a chance to play this week too. Yeah, great. So good for those. I really look forward to having him and head up leagues again. It'll be great. You have him? No, other people. <laughs> yeah. Right, against, yeah. I've yeah. got him in a draft comp. I picked him up as a last fair pick. Call. <laughs> fair call, fair call. Um, yeah, no, I'll hold Kelly um, another week. Otherwise, you should have traded last week, realistically. And now you're halfway in, so he could play next week. I'd just kind of wait at least until they have a bit more information. And I with agree. Everyone asking about Cornelio and asking about him. I reckon news will come out at least next week. Yep. So, yeah, hold that one for one more week. Um, that pretty much wraps us up today. We, we didn't have any um, – we didn't really do a, a preemptive post on Facebook or Twitter this week and get questions for us because – No, but um, it's at the business end too where yeah. people are pretty much – you either have this person and need to trade or you're kind of sitting pretty laughing at everyone running around uh, after it. So Pretty much. Which is – we're the ones running around looking for our marbles. We are. I feel like um, – what's that movie where he looks at his marbles? Is that Peter Pan? Is that a thing? Book? I have no idea. Um, Chris, <laughs> I will tell you that I had a look through all the leagues, uh, which is another thing, actually. I might just... I know this is something we probably should have done earlier, but our leagues have done quite well. I am first in eight of the ten leagues, and I'm second in the other two. So, pretty, man, man, man. Where pretty, are you in draft, bro? Can I just... Uh... I don't even know. Even, actually, I don't even know. In, in the, in our, I was not even checking in draft our super, In our Supercoach Insider draft, I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm probably down near the end as well, to be honest. So, look. Really? Uh, yeah, I haven't paid Tough that crowd. much attention. Yeah, I know. Too many people. Um, okay, so the Supercoach Insider draft. Who is leading that one? Oh, the best 22. So, that, is that Matt again? Anyway. Oh, I'm actually... I'm time eighth. And I'm one, one, one below you, mate, with a better hey, percentage. So, nice. there you go. Okay, so into the standard, the classic leagues. You're going to check on our No, I've had a look. We've had so many people doing... We've had so many of our leagues doing well. So our Twitch league is 140th, which I think is awesome. Uh, 001's 298. 002 is 155. So there's a couple of high ones already. Our Div 1's now 95th. (coughs) They come in threes, bro. You're passing it off? Yeah. Um, Okay, so then another couple around that 400 sort of mark by the looks of it. Hang on. Last one. And 102 is our 006 league. That's all right. Which, yeah, so 95. They're only seven places behind our Div 1 006. So, you know, I think that's really good there. And when we look into our groups, I wonder if I've slid. Oh, I have slid, Chris. Matty, the best 22. So our mate Matt is still first. 
by a long shot. Oh, 250 points. Um, now fourth, mind you. So congratulations to Eddie's Little Indians. <laughs> Whoever you are, Eddie's Little Indians. Matt, uh, congratulations. And Pizza Safety is uh, David. So they have both overtaken me in the group. I'm now fourth. Nice. So. Uh, I'm a part of a, a league that's ranked 12th, but I'm the last. <laughs> I'm dead last. Jeez, imagine if I was I'm in that one last. instead of you. Yeah, I know, right? Um, that's, so that's the um, be first. That's the Doctor Super Coach Slack rivalry league, and yeah, I'm uh, I'm dragging the chain there, boys. So I do apologise. <laughs> Jeez, oh, unlucky. Like, it's like the cousin that you invite and the sits there. Yeah, man, everything you got there, yeah, man. It's all good. Um, anyway, that pretty much yeah wraps it us does. up. Thinking you, we might send out. I might send out a bit of a, a tweet or something on the Thursday or a, a Facebook thing about the team reveal. So I am very interested as to how it goes. I expect Bontepelli now to be named uh, until that Friday night. I don't reckon he gets named. I reckon he gets. Well, they're talking about they're not going to know until Friday whether he can run at training. So okay. I reckon he'll get named Thursday. If anything, he'll get dropped Friday for the team announcement. He may be extended bench and then dropped. Who knows? True but that. Uh, at this point in time, I'm not that confident with it. So fair enough. Neither am I. I, I, I think he will be an out this week. So I might have to take. We'll Clark, see how we go. Clark for a week. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks very much. Thank you very we'll much. Catch you next Enjoy time. Your night. Talk to you later. The C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they asked me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. Carry!